Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures. Host Paul Booth, thank you for joining us. Today we continue on with coverage of the Newport Beach Film Festival Year 20. This is our third episode. We got to review a couple of music docs we reviewed in a New York Minute yesterday. And today we're going to talk about Cancer Rebellion. Now, of course, here talking pictures, we're about all filmmakers. First of all, let me introduce you. Are you with us, uh, Carolyn Booth? I am. All right, Carolyn's one of the co-executive producers. And yes, she is my mother. We've it's so nice when we get to cover Newport together. Before we get started, we're going to say thank you to Corey, uh, Todd, uh, Casey, the programmer. Um, let's see, the filmmaker, um, Hernan, who we met at the Pelican Hill party. Kudos to Pelican Hill. Thank you for that party. Some great relationships made. Uh, but this film came across random. Was talking to a filmmaker and he uh, just, we, it's one of those cool things that I love about parties where you just never know who you're going to talk to. You might hear a pitch and you have absolutely no interest in the film. And then you might hear something where you're just like, yeah, I'm seeing that. So, of course, someone says cancer. At first, it can be a little bit, it might bum me out. Lost my grandma to cancer. Of course, my mother on the phone. It was her mother who passed away. So, Cancer Rebellion was produced by Roger Daltrey of The Who, who also founded Teed Cancer of America. Uh, Carolyn, before I read the log line, uh, since we're going to talk about the human side of this, uh, and the unique thing that this shot in all 50 states, which... Uh, gosh, I've watched 1,415 movies in a year and never <clears throat> heard of a movie doing that. So uh, when I told you cancer documentary, what did you think before we went into watching this? Um, I I hadn't really, I, I don't know, I didn't really think about it. Um, what was intriguing, it was about the 50, 50 states, and I didn't know how, quite how they were going to incorporate that. But um, I thought they did a really, uh, it was very interesting um, how all of them, all of the, it was like a, it was like a big support group is what I, is what I thought it was. Um, very supportive, very great way of putting it. real. Pardon me. It's a great way of putting it. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's like being in a support a, group. That was that, yeah. That was and what the, also, the director alluded and it's to. It's also yeah, it's also like a tool they can use for the future and. It also, um, I really liked how I've never experienced myself having cancer. I've only experienced a loved one having cancer. So to to actually hear the actual um, person that's going through the actual disease was very interesting because, you know, like I said, we only have our experience of what, what it was like watching your loved one but to actually be the person going through it was very, I thought it was very um, courageous, and um, I thought it was very, um, it was just very eye-opening, you know, they go through. So. Yes, I, I especially, agree. Especially, I, especially, especially that age group, like an age group, I think that's what was the most surprising to me. I hadn't really thought about, you know, when you're when you're an adult and your child has cancer, you're going to, you're going to protect them and mother them as a child. And if you're an adult, you're, you're, 
dealing with it in, in adult ways. And in, in the teen years, you're not really an adult, but you're not really a kid. And it was just so interesting that I didn't realize that it added another layer of um, a challenge for them. Yes, yeah, so the log line is, what is it really like to have cancer as a teenager? A survivor, uh, the director, Hernan, is a, is a survivor, uh, travels to all 50 states to uncover the stories of others who've also been diagnosed with cancer in their youth. In a world that largely avoids the subject, their voices are a call for revolution. We must change the cancer experience in America. Now, of course, as always, we always say this, uh, the opinions of the show are that of the show, not of Newport Beach, the filmmaker, or the charity, because um, I'm going to say some things here about our uh, lovely healthcare system and be vulnerable about some things with Grandma. But one of the things that was important when I was talking to her non at the uh, party was we kind of used the analogy of sex. Uh, of course, it's a private thing, but it's kind of like it's how everyone got here. Anyone who's alive, it's because of that. We're all half man, half woman, but we're dividing ourselves among you're a man, you're a woman. And that's what we kind of felt like with cancer. Like everyone knows someone or has lost a loved one or their friend has lost a loved one, but you just don't talk about it. And I'm sure it's not like, hey, yeah, let's party and talk about cancer, but there does need to be a revolution. There does need to be a dialogue about the experience of it. And uh, this documentary, it hooked me when it said 50 states because I was like, okay. Uh, and it, it wasn't a road movie. Well, I mean, it was a road movie, but not like it when we think of Easy Rider. Uh, but it wasn't, what I loved about it, this film, kudos to the director and the editor, it's not like they tried to make us change political parties. Uh, they didn't try well, to make it us... Was also- what I what I also liked about it, I didn't mean to interrupt you up, but when you're talking about the fifty states is you know, even though the fifty states are all so different in so many ways, like the environment or the political climate or the economical climate or the culture or whatever it is, and all the states are all so different. But yet if they hadn't have put the name of the person that they were interviewing in the state they were from, it was just the the common link was the cancer of a teenager. So it didn't matter where you were from. You're still going through that process. Right. Right. Yeah, it, it was really cool in showing that. And also, um, I, you know, the film's going to be different for everyone, not only based on experience, but if you've been to some of the cities, like um, I'm fortunate to have been to Detroit and been to um, – if I remember correctly, it showed Chicago, obviously it showed Hawaii, we're from there. Uh, it was really cool to see the different places. And like you said, to also just cut through it, I mean, first of all, I just want to give some credit to the director, amazing pacing, amazing storyteller, <clears throat> excuse me, to, not going to spoil what went on with him in the film, but uh, to really stick to his uh his uh, plan as a director and do what he was going to do. Um, something that's not an easy thing to do when things are going your way as a filmmaker. It's still a hassle. Uh, this film 
I thought was really new. I I hope we get a chance to see it in other ways. Um, I know it did well on the festival circuit um, and has some stuff coming up. Please check out uh, Teen Cancer America. You can Google that. Um, sorry, you know, I sh- let me just see. You know, Carolyn, tell me a few more of your thoughts so I get that exact website. Uh, I closed the page by accident. Um, but uh, please share any other thoughts. Uh, just tell me something the film made you feel has to just get this exact website for everyone. Well, it, it was very uh, it was very supportive and it felt very um, safe to be listening. I mean, I didn't feel like there was anything that was um, it just it just seemed pure. It just was pure and real and um, supportive and they just. It was a. They did a really um, a great service, and I'm very. I know they're very proud of their their work, and I was very honored that we had the opportunity to to view it. So thank you. Well, here, well, here's what's cool is uh, we're gonna have the director on, but I'll read just one or two of his questions here. Um, and I, of course, I get a director's statement. Now, sometimes people have said. To me, oh, why didn't you read these? Or they thought I was being lazy with research. But I say, you know what? Here's the deal. If I'm doing a show, I want to learn too. I want to hear something from the director. Um, I'm in this to hear about their process. I don't need to read it all on paper and then just uh, regurgitate it. I, I just dislike talk shows like that. So I think it's, uh, I'm proud that we've been able to, mom, always keep it in the moment and uh, be vulnerable ourselves. Uh, here's something that people should know. This director interviewed 90 young people. Um, of those 90 people, 12 have since passed away. Um, he drove 24,000 miles of road. Now, if we estimate that it's 2,500 miles from L.A. to New York, that's 10 one-way trips. So that's five round trips. And I can tell you just from being in L.A. to Detroit in a car um, is bananas. Um, what an experience. Uh, one of the questions here on his Q&A, what does he want audiences to take away from the film? Now, I'm expecting you to tune back in, and maybe Lom will be able to have you join us for this uh, director's interview. I know you're going to be joining us for the interview for In a New York Minute, um, but... On the most basic level, the director, uh, he says, I need audiences to realize that cancer happens to teens and adults. So you caught that point, uh, Mom. Right now, this age group is so commonly diagnosed at a late stage simply for the fact that we don't expect young people to get it. Um, And the earlier we can detect it, obviously, the better chances. Now, that's where I'm going to step in and say that, of course, as with uh, your grandma, was they we caught it way too late. Um, the idiot doctors at uh, Kauai Medical Clinic, Wilcox, whatever it is, uh, crappy hospital on Kauai in Hawaii, um, you know, the doctor just said, oh, you have back pain, and gave her pain medication. And, you know, Grandma didn't even like taking Tylenol, like if her head was falling off. So um, that was like nowhere thing. And then... Uh, Long story short, to kind of give her gallbladder surgery, say her stomach hurt, and then there's still what's going on. Um, I told the director this story, Mom, 
he really got a kick out of it. Not that he was happy that someone had cancer, but he he smiled when I told him we knew something was up with her because my dad said Grandma didn't finish her pizza, and it was <laughs> like that was kind of like if you knew Grandma, you knew she finished pizza. She, any other dish she'd take home. Uh, there'd be a to-go box, but the pizza was the, like, sign something's up. So that universal part, too, that we all have our little thing, like, hey, he's going to finish his beer, or he's, you know, me, I'm going to finish watching a movie. So um, I love that we're able to get... Uh, yeah, the, sorry, and I think point well taken, too. Oh, sorry. You know what? Uh, Denzel, um, this made me think of Denzel when he was, uh, how he works with the Boys and Girls Club. I wanted to remind people, in case they missed it, I was talking fast that Roger Daltrey uh, started Teen Cancer America. So check that out, too. Whatever gets you pulled in, whether it's the teens, the filmmaker, or the rock and roll. So sorry about that. Go ahead, Mom. Are you there? Okay, sorry. Uh, Carolyn must have cut it out. Um, so, yeah, so with Cancer Rebellion, I'll read you one more question here from the Q&A. Um, emotionally, one of the worst things about cancer at this age is the utter isolation. Uh, so one of the biggest hopes is that these young patients can watch the film and feel connected, which was really cool because I'm not cool, but I like what he's saying is the intentions that my mother caught. Uh, Carolyn, I'm just going to say something. Uh, one of his other intentions was that he wanted people to feel like they're not so isolated, so like they have, not, they can feel connected kind of through the film. So it's really cool that you caught on to his specific intentions. Um, and... Uh, that's what I love about film is that it's all about intention. And uh, so with that, we want to thank um, Michelle from TCA, uh, Lily. Uh, we always begin and wrap up by thanking Newport Beach Film Festival for having us. Um, you know, this being the ninth year, it's so great. We love to support indie films. Please check out our blog at www.talkingpicturesla.com. Again, www.talkingpicturesla.com. We live outside L.A., but we are a global podcast, puppet podcast. You can go into the archives, and uh, I'm going to wrap up the show here and just tell you about the website and let Carolyn say any closing words, but... You can go in there and see the blog, um, go into the podcast episodes. We have everything from this year. We had a USC graduate, uh, Miss Madison Campion. We reviewed her film, and we had the production designer of The Favorite. So I say that to say it's the whole film. Everyone's in the mix. Uh, whatever the subject is, comedy, drama, documentary, action, B-movie, you won Sundance, or maybe you got denied by every festival. We're going to have you on because we love film. So with that, I'm going to sign off. 
Have a great night. Thank you for coming by and join us for our next episodes of Newport Beach Film Festival 20. Uh, remember, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, or any other time of day you can find, make sure and watch a good movie. Aloha. <laughs>